listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. You know, there may be one day when we don't have it going on. But Today's not that no, day. No, not today. Heck no, it's action-packed. <laughs> not today. <laughs> not today. Yeah, it's Now we need sunglasses, put them on, and hear somebody scream. We need to take it off. Or take them off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or when you put them on or take them off, we're talking about CSI. Well, when you're so. walking up to the scene, you yeah, put them on. That's then true. when you see the dead body, <laughs> and you, you make take your, them off. And you take and you make your cheesy line. Yeah. Your cheesy, well... Uh, looks uh, like he didn't uh, get where he was going. <laughs> exactly. Something, some right. Caruso. Looks like he needs line. a stiff one, you know, <laughs> or whatever. And you're like, ah, God. We all need a stiff one. <laughs> hey, coming up today, Mike and John got it going on, brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Uh, we're going to talk to longtime listener of Mike and John in the morning, Bonnie. Yes. We'll talk with Bonnie. Also, Bob Laura, financial advisor for those that need financial advice during these times. Yeah, lots uh, lots going on in the world, obviously, impacting uh, the economy and, uh, you know, so. And the cost of gas, everybody's crabbing about that, we know. Right. We're but, not happy. But from a, from a uh, you know, financial point of view, uh, if it's, you know, whether you've got, you know, investments, you're trying to figure out how to work that or just what to do with your money, how to weather this storm. Bob is uh, the guy to talk to. So. He may be the guy that tells you, you know what you got to do if you have kids and or even if it's just your empty nesters. Share meals like seniors do when they go to the restaurants. <laughs> okay. We're going to split a meal. Right. What do we have? In I, I, I don't you know, want that. I'm not sure that's going to be Bob's <laughs> advice. Eh? No, that won't no, be Bob's advice. <laughs> split a meal. <laughs> that's how you say money. You know, although one time me and my wife went to a financial advisor, <laughs> and uh, he basically he looked over our, you know, he looked at our, you know, our W-2s and all that stuff. And, and after he fell and, over laughing, no, what pretty, did he say? Pretty much. No, he didn't have to laugh because he just goes... Have you thought about using a crock pot for your meals? And we're looking at each other. We're like, "What are you?" Goodbye. I mean, look, I get it. I'm not Rockefeller, but dear God, telling me to use a crock pot. I'm like, bye. It makes the meals last all week. Just. And good news, we're not going to make corned beef and cabbage here in the studio. No. And uh, we have our substitute teacher for a special edition of School of the Fools. Right. All that coming up. After John King with Got It Going On News. Quite a lot. All right, here's what's going on. A fire Tuesday afternoon in Howell left one person dead as an investigation continues into the cause. According to a press release by the city of Howell, crews from the Howell Area Fire Department were dispatched to the Grand Plaza Apartments at 151 South Highlander Way at about 342 Tuesday afternoon. As the complex is less than a mile away from the city's main fire station, crews arrived on the scene within three minutes of the call. The fire was reportedly contained to a single unit, but the lone occupant, whose identity was not released, was found deceased. The investigation into the fatality is being led by the Howe Police Department, the Howe Area Fire Department, investigating the cause and origin of the fire. A traffic stop Monday in Genoa Township yielded marijuana, a handgun, and nearly $10,000 in cash. Michigan State Police say a trooper with the hometown security team pulled over a driver Monday afternoon on I-96 in the eastbound lanes near Latson Road at about 2 p.m. MSP says the driver, a 21-year-old Muskegon man, was arrested on suspicion of possession with intent to deliver marijuana, felony firearm possession, altering a firearm, and being a felon in possession of a firearm. According to a tweet, the handgun serial number had been filed off and there was about $9,500 in cash in the vehicle. 
And a presentation Tuesday in Howell discussed the cultural legacy of racism in American history while providing tangible artifacts for the public to see that legacy for themselves. Clear University and the Livingston Diversity Council teamed up to sponsor the Black History 101 Mobile Museum at the Clear University Student Commons Center. Dr. Khalid El-Hakim, the founder and curator of the traveling exhibit, also gave a 45-minute talk in which he shared everything from gruesome postcards from the early 20th century that showed actual lynchings to product ads featuring appalling racial stereotypes spanning from the pre-Civil War era right into the 21st century. He said it all served to dehumanize black people over the centuries and created an embedded layer of racism that remains to this day. But he says the goal of the Mobile Museum is to provide a safe space to carry out a dialogue on those issues. And that's what's going on. You know what else is going on? Coming up on Saturday, we are going to be doing our podcast. Yes. Downtown Pinckney. Yes. For the St. Patty's Day Parade. Yes. We'll be in front of the dial. Yes. And while we're there, we have to make a box for a drawing. Right. We're going to be giving away <laughs> gift we certificates. Were, gonna, were we going to rock that box? <laughs> no. That box rocked a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. That box is full of rocks now. It no, a little funky. <laughs> we're we're going to give you a chance to win $50 <laughs> gift certificates from Murphy's Family Auto. Right. So uh, if you stop by, and again, we'll be set up around 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, prayed at noon. Uh, stop by. We'll be right in front of the dial, and uh, you'll have a chance to win a $50 gift certificate from Murphy's Family Auto. Yeah. So we hope to see you out there. And, of course, a great day uh, for a parade, and, and we're excited to be out there. Rain, sleet, or snow, we'll be there. We will? Yes, we will. Oh. Um, our good friend Bonnie asked us to give her a call. Okay. When Bonnie turned 80, we had her celebrate that birthday in the studios with us right. at the radio station. Right. And we don't really have room for her today. No, we don't. I mean, we'd make room if we, we had could. to, but... Yeah. You know, I wonder probably, if she forgot we were calling. Yeah, we did set this up. Wait, we were going to call her tomorrow. Oh, that's right, tomorrow. <laughs> Silly me. I just realized, I'm like, didn't we set that up yeah, for Thursday? Yeah, you know, now that I look at it, I have a little arrow yeah. going to because, Thursday. <laughs> because, I, yeah, I think she said she Wednesday was not good for her. Yeah, she, so, she was doing something else. Yeah, and so we said, okay, Thursday. Was just, oh, Thursday would be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that would be my bad. <laughs> you know, we shouldn't have fired those producers. Right. I, well, we left them unemployed. That's true. Well, if they weren't really right. there anyway. Right, I know. You mean Wiki and Pedia? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They yeah. Do. But anyway. You know, we do need an assistant, obviously, as, as you can tell. We need someone to organize our stuff. So if somebody wants to be an assistant for Mike and John Got It Going On. It's a non-paid position. Well, yeah. But, but it looks good oh, on LinkedIn. Does it ever... <laughs> Let us know. Email us, Mike and John for the win. That's the number four at gmail.com. And of course, you can find Mike and John. Go to uh, Got It Going On. Go to Go go to Going On. Hold on. <laughs> Take two. Thank you. You can find Mike and John Got It Going On on Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, RSS.com, SoundCloud, and Your Mama's A Track. Your Mama's A Track. Your Mama's A Track. So be looking for that. Yes. And of course, uh, we are brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors. And um, I'm going to grab this. Why don't you grab that? So yeah. Talk to our editor about editing out your mess. <laughs> okay. That's not oh, What about your mess? You called Bonnie on the wrong day. Okay. <laughs> so right, this show, you know, it had it. Remember what I said? We might not have it going on. Yeah. This might be <laughs> this, that day. This is the day, I guess. <laughs> well, we want to thank Kim Witt. Yeah. Him and Mike, of course, owners of Firehouse Doors. There you go. I'm, I was gonna. Oh, I'm I was sorry. gonna rock it oh, in. I'm sorry, I didn't realize. Okay. About our friends at Firehouse. Well, Doors. absolutely. Of course, they've been in Livingston County for 24 years, uh, serving residents. A family-owned business. They strive to serve each customer like family. I'm a customer, and look what they did for me. For us, I'm sorry. For us. <laughs> 
closed doors. A veteran-owned business, Mike, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. And, of course, it's your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead doors. For the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized dealer of CHI overhead doors. And until April 1st, if you give them a call, say Mike and John sent you. You get 5% off your total bill. They won't close the door on you. No, they will not. No, so will take uh, care of you. Yeah, so great supporters of uh, Mike and John got it going on, so thank you to Firehouse Doors. And uh, as, we, as we mentioned uh, earlier, the uh, St. Paddy's Day Parade coming up on Saturday, and I don't think the weather is going to be that promising. It's, There's a chance of rain. We'll just say, you know, it'll be what it'll be, but I think people are so excited to get back out and start doing those things that we've missed out on the last couple and, of years. And this year, they're, they're not going to have the run, from what I understand, right. just because of organization timing and everything else. Right. They weren't really sure. So, But the parade will go on. There will be the contest, the costume contest for the kids. Right. And, uh, of course, a leprechaun or two, and I believe some green beer going on. I'm sure that there will be. I mean, not officially, but, you know, there will be green beer somewhere. I'm sure of that. <laughs> we'll be out there again, as we said before, uh, 11 o'clock, right in front of the dial, and uh, looking forward to saying hi to everybody. And on Friday's show, by the way, we'll have uh, Susie Voisin Tennyson from the Pinkney St. Paddy's Day Parade Committee. She'll uh, rejoin us and give us some last-minute updates before the parade. That's all coming up on, uh, on Friday and uh, tomorrow on the show. We'll have Bonnie. Oh, we're going to call we Bonnie tomorrow. Tomorrow. Not today. Not today. It's not the day we're... Not today. <laughs> there you, go. you know, do we have any old shades? I don't. Here? I was just uh, thinking if we do, I don't have any down yeah, here. we got to get some cheap ones. Yeah, there. I know. You know, we'll just not scrape today. the logo off the side of the blue ones. Right. <laughs> I think I have a few of those scratched up somewhere. Uh, also, I want to give a shout out to uh, Danny and Nicole. And the gang over at uh, Spirit of Livingston. They've been working yeah. very hard for us and, and with us on some merchandise. Yes. And, and some pretty cool stuff coming up. And maybe, maybe on Saturday. Yeah, we can debut. We're, we're hoping. Yeah. Some the, of that will make the, us our, debut. The new stuff. Yeah. we got stuff happening. Can we call it swag? I mean, we can. Do we yeah. really want to? Uh, I mean, I, that I've that never term really is liked, so outdated. I've never really liked that term, swag. That was like a 90s thing, wasn't it? Didn't yeah. that come out of the 90s? Maybe 2000, something okay. like that. Okay, I thought it was more of a 90s thing. But, all right, either way. By the way, it's, it's, uh, it's old. The 90s. You know, it was just a couple years ago. Or 30. But anyway. <laughs> As you referenced, <laughs> the shades. No sh- <laughs> it's, uh, I didn't today, say that. <laughs> today is uh, no selfies day, by the way, this um, March 16th. Well, we're, we're having an ongoing this selfie right continuous here. Continuous selfie. Yeah, right. Which, by the way, a lot of folks have, uh, have told us that when they listen to our podcasts, they're used to hearing the voices. They go, oh, yeah, that's Mike and John. But then they see us. <laughs> and they're highly disappointed. But just because... <laughs> <laughs> we're used to that. We're used to hearing that. Oh, but seeing us adds a whole nother level. I don't know what it is. <laughs> We're not really sure. <laughs> not sure. But I will I mean, tell you, there are mornings where I'm like, I better check and see if I've got a nose hair or two that's sticking out. You know, and I'm thinking, I'm not used I, to that. I, like, okay, I, I'm pretty sure I wore this shirt in a previous broadcast. I'm like, okay, now How I long feel like, was? yeah, I know. I'm like, it's got to have at least a week. Like, if I wore this shirt twice in a week, even, you know, and obviously it gets washed, I'm just saying that. You know, I was like, did I wear that on Monday? I know, you're it's like, Friday. well, that would be a faux pas, wouldn't it? Wait, I don't know. You know, Let we, us know on our we Facebook need, page. You know what we need to do? We need to consult with the, like one of our TV friends about how they handle wardrobe. Because we never really had to worry about wardrobe before. So No, because you know, really the only people that saw us were right. co-workers. So, like, I don't know, if, if, say, Alicia at Channel 7 
wanted to give us a call. Or Rhonda. Or Rhonda at Channel, at Channel 4. Four yeah. You know. Um, or Rhonda at Channel 4. <laughs> I see your, you. Say, or, or Sherry at Channel 6 in Lansing. We've had her on the show before. Yes, we have. So if they want to give us a call, we need some help on wardrobe. We need some wardrobe. Makeup, tips. wardrobe? You know, My I think the tip will be get better wardrobe. <laughs> it's going to be the tip. <laughs> See, like today, we're, we're kind of coordinated. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, blue and blue. Yeah, I, okay. I just said, okay, I haven't worn that one on the show before. <laughs> this one's for blue. Go blue. Go <laughs> <laughs> <Yo>, blue. <laughs> All right. Before we get to Bob Laura, should we throw in the two-cent history lesson for today? All right, since sure. We're talking Since we have time to kill because... Because <laughs> we forgot Bonnie's yeah, tomorrow. Well, that's all right. <laughs> you know, it's going to be really exciting when we talk to Bonnie. Oh, God, yes. yes. We, we, what we're doing, this this is called building the tension. It really is. Yeah, so people that were you know watching, they're like, but what's Bonnie going to say? I don't know. I have to wait till tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to toss and turn online thinking about what are they going to say? Who is Bonnie? What is she going to talk about? Oh, my God. Next time on Mike yeah. and John. <laughs> Not today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's also uh, Lips Appreciation Day. What? Lips Appreciation I mean, Day. No, not Lips Incorporated. No, not Lip Sync. Who's okay. at Funky Town right yeah. now? <laughs> I appreciate uh, that. No, this is just lips. Okay. Read my lips. Uh, 19, 1876, Nellie Saunders and Rose Hartland yeah. fought in America's first public women's boxing match. Really? Nellie and Rose, duking it out, 1876. Who won? I don't know. <laughs> 1926, the world's first liquid-fueled rocket was launched. Okay. 1966, Anaheim, California. <laughs> Are you going to put them up right here? What? No, no, keep going. The picture that you're doing. You're giving away the inside stuff, man. Sorry. <laughs> 1966, Anaheim, California. Vans opens its first store, 704 East Broadway. I never had a pair of Vans. I did. I really didn't care for Vans. I just remember Spicoli. In, right. Uh, Vans, here's the thing. When I, I mean, I grew up in California, and uh, I've got some funky feet. We'll just leave it at that. i got little troll feet. Do you should and, show them. No, we should not. Yeah, come no, on. This that'll be the end of the YouTube. I'm going to be like, ah, delete, delete. <laughs> so, uh, but Vans used to be um, orthopedic shoes. So when I grew up, and I was in California at the time, they were like an orthopedic shoe Not store. Not the surfer shoe? No. And then in the oh, late wow. 70s into the 80s is when they kind of got, for whatever, they started making different styles of shoes. You know, we're only going to make some actual money here. Ah. Uh, then they got cool. But at least, as I remember, in the early 70s, living in California, Vans was a place, and it was like, you know, like I said, orthopedic oh. shoes. That's where all the and old people wear, went. And I had to wear these, and they were like, you know, like orthopedic shoes look like. And you can imagine how cool I was in first grade walking around in these orthopedic shoes. <laughs> hey! Hey! hey <laughs> Johnny oh, there. Boy, oh boy. <clears throat> I wouldn't have made fun of you either. No, you would not have. No, I wouldn't. I'm nicer than that. Oh, yeah, right. 1960. <laughs> I knew you, Hey, stop foot. Uh, 1968. <laughs> Democratic Senator Robert F. Kennedy started his presidential campaign. I, I don't think it panned out for Bobby. No, unfortunately, it did, no, did not. And finally, 1972, John Lennon and Yoko Ono were served deportation papers for no. overstaying in the U.S. You've been here far too long. Right. We're going to have to ask you to leave. No. We're going to make you leave. And they did not leave. No. They, they fought it, and actually the Nixon administration was definitely targeting them because John was a well, John and Yoko were peace activists, and they didn't oh, like that. Oh, I thought they were spies. No? Spies like us. Like us. Boom. That makes Boom. me think of Donna Dixon. 
Okay. Now you can go a little long. No, <laughs> well, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> I, I thought you fixed this. I thought oh, I did too. Yeah, that's our community is, spotlight see, alarm. That is, yeah, it is. What type of community this means spotlight. We gotta call Bob Laura. <laughs> He's gonna love us for this. Oh, I don't know how to yet. turn that thing off. By the um, way, if you don't know, I don't know. All right, let's uh, give Bob a call. Maybe he knows. Okay. There we go. I hit the red X. Hopefully that's not a. But wait, wait! I haven't done the intro yet. It's brought to you by Jordan. Oh, hold, on, hold on, then. All right, hold on. Yeah, we got to okay. do the intro. Hey, Bob, hang on. Yeah, Bob, hang on. We're, right. we're, we're getting caught up here. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a bit of a day. All right, our community spotlight sponsored by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum. When it comes time to buy or sell, give Jordan a call 248-444-9777. If you tell him you love our show. And you have to say you love it. Yeah. Not I like lie. it or gee, that's an interesting show. You gotta say, I love it. We get Wait, compensated. Let's see if Bob can say that. Yeah. Go ahead, Bob. I love it. There see? you go. Look at that. All right. We we get compensated in bread. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's another loaf. Yeah. We're trying to beat the economy, Bob, and that's why <laughs> that's why we wanted to talk to One you. One loaf at a time. <laughs> Uh, bread and uh, gas, right? Right, right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so uh, Bob, of course, uh, with uh, Senator Joe's Financial and um, uh, Crazy Times Financial, I think anyone that goes to the store and tries to fill up their car knows that uh, things are uh, a little bit more expensive these days. <laughs> Just a tad. It's a, it's a hard time. I mean, really, when you look across, it's, you know, when my wife starts talking about inflation, you know it's a problem. So, uh, <laughs> I think, you know, people are struggling just with <clears throat> what's going on with Ukraine, with markets, inflation. Like, it's a, it's a lot to take in, that's for sure. Right. So, you know, looking out, you know, obviously we've got what's going on in Ukraine is driving at least a lot of the short-term things like gas prices for sure. Uh, I mean, inflation was already an issue prior to this. Um, well, aren't the, isn't the Fed supposed to be deciding on raising rates now? So that's supposed to technically make the economy kind of come back into balance a little bit. That's that's the, that's the goal. <laughs> um, but they they'll announce today they're supposed to move twenty five basis points, which you know one percent is a hundred basis points. So it's it's a nominal move, and that's what the Fed's doing. They're just they're trying to put the brakes on the economy a little bit, but it does still trickle down to the consumer because the way they move interest rates still dictates what you're going to pay on a mortgage, a car loan, or even credit cards. Right. So if they even if they tick up the interest rate just a little bit, like you said, that trickles down. So things like the housing market, which has been relatively hot for a while, um, you know, that could have a uh, deleterious effect, as they say. Wow, you used the long word. Yes, today. I sure did. Did you I? go to the dictionary? <laughs> yeah, I was studying all night long. <laughs> what word could I throw in today to impress Bob, the financial guy? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's a big one. That's a, you know, that's a good one. Um, yeah, you know, I think the other thing too is that we really we've been spoiled. Um, you know, I'm sure you guys could agree that you know your first house, your car. Like my first house was at 8.75 percent. Yeah. So even if we get small ticks up, even if after a year, if interest rates are at four or five percent, that's still relatively inexpensive relative to history. That doesn't make it any easier. But I don't technically see it disrupting housing prices. Just the market's so hot, and if you look at the trend with millennials and the way they're buying, um, there's just not enough inventory. And so I don't really see it cooling down. It's just going to get a little bit more expensive. Uh, what do you think that'll? Uh, what effect do you think that'll have uh, on on the trips to the grocery store or just uh, retail in general? 
think it'll get us back shopping a little bit more? We might be a, feel a little more free spending, or, or are we going to see that years down the road here? No, I, I, I think we're actually nearing peak inflation. You know, this is the, oh my gosh, this, you know, the world's coming to an end type of capitulation scenario that we're in, where, you know, when the supply chain starts to ease, which, you know, hopefully will be this summer. And again, I, I've pulled and reached out to a lot of people. You know, I, I ask people, are you going to not vacation? Or are you pulling back? And people aren't pulling back yet because, I mean, we're still coming out of COVID and people still want to get out there and do things. So I think it's a delicate balance. Um, the Fed's got to kind of thread a needle without raising interest rate too much. But I really expect the markets and the economy to, to pick back up, you know, late summer, heading in that third and fourth quarter. We'll kind of get through what's going on with Ukraine and the Fed raising rates a couple of times. So, you know, uh, as I said before, you know, inflation was already an issue. And, and, and you, you think we've hit peak inflation. But there's a lot of people that are, I mean, I've, you know, I know a lot of people, but there's a school of thought out there that in fact it could get worse um you know uh and and i guess depending on how the reaction is to what the fed does uh you know and then the 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 wild card out there is what's going on in ukraine on the world stage we just don't know you know if that turns uglier than it already is and god let's hope it doesn't um i mean you know how bad could it get i i you know, I guess I'm just, you know, for people that are do have that concern, like worst case scenario, where are we, what should we be thinking about? A doomsday case. <laughs> well, I don't want to go that bad. No, but I mean, I'm not saying but, the missiles are launching, but, but just people, short of the missiles it's, launching. It's like the Bugs Bunny when they guys go, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. I mean, it's some people can't go to that level, so. Well, and I, everyone always says, well, if the world's coming to an end, should I old gold or what should I do, but. It's really booze and bullets, you know. So if you own liquor and you own bullets, you can you can barter. So that's the way to go. Let me write that down. Booze and booze bullets. and bullets. You know, maybe we'll change the name of the show to booze and bullets. <laughs> booze and, and, and you know, bullets. Here's the thing: when you're investing in booze and bullets exclusively, I'm like, you know, you they, really can't lose with that. Maybe can it's you? time to just you know start digging that bomb shelter and prep, become a prepper. No, but I mean, if we t- let's let's look at the investment factor here, Bob. You you kind of hit the nail on the head with this because I know. When COVID hit, a bunch of <laughs> a bunch of people were running out buying guns and bullets, and oh, I mean, and yeah, and I mean, then the sales of booze skyrocketed because everybody was at home having to deal with their family. Who now has a gun? <laughs> and then you have to go that bomb shelter, then finance it now too before Right, and we we joke, but I just saw an article the other day that bomb shelters are. Back, the sales are you increasing. Know, Jordan Genso can find probably find us a bomb shelter because we may need it for this podcast. <laughs> um, you know, but I, I really do think you know people are concerned, and part of it is you can invest based on what you're seeing on the news. And so, if you look at typical geopolitical risks, they're not lengthy or overwhelming. It's terrible to see what's happening in, in the Ukraine, but it's not trickling down to our economy. You know, inflation is kind of a bigger deal for us here. I think right. you can also look for opportunities and I don't mean like to, to capitalize on negative things, but obviously like cybersecurity has become a bigger concern. So investing in some cybersecurities can kind of offset some of that risk. Right. Uh, in, investing in oil and gas stocks because again if oil continues to stay high um, the way that works with inflation it's an offset for it Um, and another place to invest is banks you know so banks make more money when they can charge more for 
mortgages and other things. And so I think if people switch their focus from, oh, my God, what's happening? How much is my account down right now? To is Apple going to be worth $175 in 18 months or is it still going to be worth 150 So I think if you look out, you can switch your focus, not be so overwhelmed, not consume too much alcohol or buy too many bullets. <laughs> some, some common sense advice here from, from Bob Laura. Uh, you know, uh, what about folks? I know you, you specialize in talking about retirement. Um, so for folks who are like they're really on the cusp of retiring, they were planning to retire, say, this year. Yeah, let's just take two guys in their <laughs> mid to upper 50s. Who, who maybe <laughs> retirement has found them sooner than they were looking for. And has taken them down to a basement <laughs> near, near a furnace. And a sump pump. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't get much better than this. It really wasn't our retirement, our retirement no. vision, Bob. <laughs> but that does. But all jokes aside, I mean, I think for like I said, if folks said that they, they had everything set, they were going to retire this year, and now maybe there's disruptions, or or maybe not this year, but even this year or next year, they were they're in that final range before they are set to retire. Do they have to do anything different or think differently? Yeah, so a couple of things for people near retirement. You got to be careful about bonds right now. You know, so bonds have what's called duration, or it's kind of an average maturity. You know, you think a CD matures in one or five years. Well, bonds work the same way, you know, whether it's 10, 20, 30 years. But the longer term bonds, you know, are more susceptible to losses in a rising interest rate market. So you just want to be, you know, most of the time you get closer to retirement, you tend to shift your portfolio a little bit. But Bonds is not the place to shift. It's not kind of a, a safe hiding place in a rising interest rate market. And I think the other thing people can do is just look at dividend-paying stocks. You know, because dividend payments from a, a, a company come out of their profits. And so even if the stock goes from $100 down to $50 because of something happens to the market, if they're still profitable, they'll still pay their dividend. And that's really what people near retirement need to focus on is where they're going to get their income from not just typical growth. Okay, interesting. Let me let me ask you this. Just to, it's, uh, I guess, a side note to that: Are you seeing more people who are, say, early retirement, say they retired a year or two, or maybe just six months even, and getting like a callback? Are you seeing more of that because of the openings in in the market for, say, engineers or things of that nature? People going back to work, maybe even if it's just an advisory role, you're seeing more of that these days. I, I see uh, the big trend of retirement is like a, a phased retirement where people are kind of, you know what, I want to just cut my hours, but I still like going to the office. Uh, and you're also seeing more people. It, it's so hard to get to a traditional retirement age, like 62 or 65, have your million saved and never work again. Because you, you could live to be 95 or 100. Right. So retirement now has become much more of a lifestyle choice where People are just finding ways to supplement it, you know, whether it's consulting or gig work, because they want the the mental stimulus, they want the, the social interaction, they want the physical activity, and so work does provide good things for people, and so they're trying to find that balance of, hey, I want to spend more time with the spouse, the kids, or the grandkids, and do my own thing, but I also want to, you know, still stay connected and relevant to the workplace. And, you know, and- I can attest to that because in just the week between when we left the old gig and then started this gig up, what do I do now? We're sitting around the house just for a week. I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> this is not good. We're not quite ready. And, and our spouses and families yeah. are saying the same thing. <laughs> Find something to do. But 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 really, you know, all seriousness aside, I think you're, you know, and this is something you've talked about for a long time about, you know, 
the traditional retirement, and I, I don't even know that. I mean, that's so outdated now. The whole thing, you know, work till sixty-five, get your gold watch, and then hit the hit the links. You know, that really doesn't exist anymore. And um, uh, and you're right, people do want to have some fulfillment post, you know, career. I guess. Uh, and you I, need it for your mental health. Maybe it's just I want to go back to work, but I really don't want to care so much. Because <laughs> you <know? laughs> you're you're like you know you your your coworker who's in their thirties is working to make it to the top, right? And then you're just like, yeah, I've been through that. <laughs> I really just kind of want to just make a paycheck and you know I'll help out where I can. But if it inconveniences me, screw you. <laughs> it's really, I mean, you're right. I mean, and that's just kind of it's the nice thing. And I think the other reality is. It's not like, you know, I know people say 60s is the new 40 and all that stuff, but it, it really is, you know, because if you look at what people, when they first came out with retirement, literally people who were 65 have been working since they were 10, 65 hours a week and manually, you know, intensive jobs. It's just not the case. And I think at some point they're going to have to raise the retirement age because people who are 62, 65, 70. I mean, they're really just spring chickens. They got plenty of gas in the tank and plenty of capacity. And so I see that changing as well because longevity is increasing. Hmm. Okay. Well, Laura, always a lot of fun and yeah. information, good information as well. We appreciate it this morning. And Bob, uh, with uh, Sinner Joe's Financial, and you can find out more, you go to SinnerJoe'sFinancial.com. Uh, and uh, we we'll always appreciate your perspective, Bob. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, Bob. Have a great day. Thanks again. Bye-bye. All right. Once again, we'd like to thank Jordan Genso for sponsoring our community spotlight. Call him, 248-444-9777, or you can find him on Facebook, Jordan Genso, community servant, community realtor. Also want to thank the great folks at Murphy's Family Auto. Call today. Schedule an appointment, 517-552-3040, or go online, murphysfamilyauto.com. Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. And we will give you a chance to win a gift certificate to Murphy's Family Auto out of the St. Patty's Day Parade in Pinckney this Saturday. Uh, We'll be there 11-ish? Yeah, around 11. So the end of the parade. Parade at noon, and uh, we'll be right in front of the dial. So uh, looking forward to saying hi to everybody. All right, so stop by and see us. And uh, our friend Jeff DeHanens, who is a longtime listener, uh, heard that Uncle Bill was not going to be available for our usual Wednesday School of the Fools. Right. So Jeff said, "I I can skip... My Bible class meeting to do School of the Fools with Mike and John. Jeff, are you with us? I am. Good Jeff, morning, Jeff. Jeff, did we just out you? Like, did you give an excuse to your yeah. Bible study group? Like, well, you oh, can't, I uh, can't make it. Uh, you really can't lie in, uh, yeah. to Bible study buddies, can you? Uh, you can maybe uh, not be as truthful. <laughs> as <you should> be. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> well, we're sorry we brought that up then. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, what I hope is you've gained some additional fans. Ah, uh, yes, right. yes. Yeah. You, what yeah. you can say is, look, look, guys. I was doing the Lord's work. Yes. Okay, spreading the I was, word. I was talking to two sinners, trying to bring them back into the fold. <laughs> you got your work cut out for you, Jeff. Yes, yes, very much so. All right, so you've listened to the show a long time and uh, and know how it works with School of the Fools. I do. All right. I yeah. do. And, there... uh, and I know how desperate we are for substitute teachers, so I know oh. we're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point. Well, well and we're, we're paying from the bottom of the barrel, too. That's true. Jeff, uh... <laughs> Unlike some districts that are paying peak uh, costs yeah. to get substitutes, we, on the other hand, are, well, we're not. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, well, we'd take a janitor if it were. <laughs> 
I, but I do want to let you know, I've, I've consulted with the uh, educators in my family, okay. so, uh, both the college professor and the third grade teacher. Oh. Uh, Hopefully but more I, with but the I think my, my sister-in-law, the elementary school PE teacher, probably mm. gave me the best advice to get ready for you guys. All Which right. was? Did she have uh, like a, it's, keep it keep it simple? Ah, yes. And don't let him run <laughs> yeah. the scissors. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> I thought we were gonna have to climb a rope. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but there will be no paper airplanes. There's no Got comic it. books in Got the it. in the material, and, and right. no spit wads flying around. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, I thought we were gonna have fun. All fine. right. So, is there a topic today, or are we just uh, anything goes? There is a topic, so right. like in the, the favorite tradition of when I was growing up with a substitute teacher, we will have kind of like a film strip. Ah, all right. So, so we're, we're going to go to the movies. Okay, going to the movies. I believe last year, St. Patrick's Day, Uncle Bill had you do Famous Patrick's. Wow, Instead, look at this guy doing boy. research. Wow. We are, we are going to do the Irish in the movies. The Irish in the movies. Okay. Yes. Kyle McLaughlin. Okay, I'm sorry. It's practicing. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll start with true and false. All right. All right. Going to a classic. New Rockney All-American. Yes, sure. So, you know, let's win one for the Gipper. Absolutely. Uh, future president uh, playing George Gipp. Notre Dame, the Fighting Irish. True or false, were once also called the Catholics. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you won. You've got a winning streak right. going. So well, but go this for... is like a special version, oh, so I don't know is. if we're in like. Uh, we can just go any any yeah. old random way. You know what do you think? I, I mean, if you want me to answer first, I will. I'm going to say true. Okay. Whatever John says, I don't care. <laughs> he never kind of like any other given he, day. He never asked. Don't worry. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I'm going to say. I'm going to say that's true. Yeah, I think that's right. You are both correct. Oh, so, a point of peace. Oh, there you go. Uh, NATO, Notre Dame started in 1887. They were known as the Catholics back then. Then in the 1920s, they were the Ramblers, and they Ooh. became the Fighting Irish in 1927. Uh, hmm. Wow. Well, now, we, see, we have I, learned something already. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> one to one. One to one. <laughs> All right. So, I, you know, what happens if, like, uh, uh, Notre Dame at the time, you know, say took on say uh, you know uh, a college like say Bryn Mawr, which is mostly a Jewish institution. You know, I don't know what the name of their team was, but that could be very upsetting wow. at, the, at the sports. Call, you know, but anyway, do they shake hands at the end? I don't know. <laughs> yes, you know but yeah. I digress. That's okay. So, second question. Yes. Far and away, the uh, the Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. Irish immigrant story, yeah, Joseph right. Donnelly and, and Shannon Christie. It was directed by Ron Howard. Okay. So everyone's aware Ron Howard's brother, Clint, yeah. is in all his movies. Right. And in this case, he's like the terrible sweatshot boss, Flynn. Horrible teeth, he fires Shannon. Right. But their dad, Rance Howard, is also in the movie. Oh, okay. Ron's, da Ron's dad. What character did he play? Was he A, Patty... B, a blacksmith, C, Tomlin, or D, the social club policeman? Hmm. I'm going to say it was Patty. <clears throat> You're going with the same Patty yeah. day. You're going Patty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was the, um, the policeman. He was Tomlin. Oh. Tomlin. Was one of the local yokel Just guys. So having a are... slice of pie at the diner. 
Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, never, I never saw Far and Away. <laughs> so, that was my chance. Dang it. It's such a classic. Yeah. It is a good movie. I mean, it's a bit long, but, you know, Nicole Kidman. Uh, so. Was there nudity in that one? Mm, no. 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 Okay. No. Well, well yeah, if Ron Howard was Sir, probably not. See what you gave up Bible study for, Jeff? <laughs> Hey, okay. I got I got Catholics right. <laughs> You're gonna get the, the, the last the last one's super easy. Okay, but all right. This, this one's a little tough. All right. Cinderella Man, Russell Crowe, Renee yeah. Zellweger. Yes. The story of James J. Braddock. Yes. One of seven children. Yeah. You know, raised by Irish immigrants. Yeah. Uh, he, he stated early in life his ambition was to play college football for Newt Rockney and the University of Notre Dame. This didn't come to pass because uh, he believed he had more brawn than brains. So Braddock is the heavyweight champion of the world from 35 to 37. And it, in the story, rags to worse rags to riches, depression, error, perseverance. He lost a lot of fights. He won 88 fights. How many did he lose? Did he lose 27? 21, 17, or 13 fights out of his 88. Well, we're tied, so you can go first if you want. I, I think he lost 21 fights. I'm going to say 27. John, you know your genius. Yes, I just figured it might be the most. 27. <clears throat> that span where he had broken his right hand, Right. he, he literally lost. He was like... Eight and twenty. I, he was just getting pummeled. <laughs> <laughs> but they still made a movie about it. I also didn't know this was also a Ron Howard movie. Wow. Okay. And Clint Howard was a referee, and Rance Howard was the ring announcer. The Nobody was the cut man? Mick? Cut me, Mick. Angelo Dundee was uh, one of the trainers, too. Oh, huh? so. All right. Yeah, they used some boxing people. All right, well, here's the easy one. I got a chance. A list of Disney's <laughs> top ten Irish characters. List at number seven, Thomas O'Malley from the Aristocats. Huh. Thomas O'Malley, the alley cat. Correct. Thank you. Wow. He's voiced by Irish-American jazz band leader, leader Phil Harris. So hopefully re you recall O'Malley, the uh, alley cat in Paris, freewheeling bohemian, falls in love with yeah. the high society kitty. Well, of course. Yeah, hopefully classic you recall story. that. Classic story. Classic cat story oh, that I never saw. <laughs> you never saw The Aristocrats? I don't think cats? so. I, Not no, The Aristocrats. That's a different movie. Well, <clears throat> All right. Now, well, I thought you said this was yeah. going to be easy. This is easy. Yeah, it is. So Uncle Phil Bill's train. All right. Bill Harris. He also... Did he also... Uh, voice other Disney characters. Was he A, Little John in Robin Hood, B, Baloo in The Jungle Book, C, All of the Above, or D, None of the Above? Well, you're in the lead. I'm going to say it's All of the Above. You think he did all those voices? Yeah. I think he did Little John in Robin Hood. Well, he did do Little John and Robin Hood. Yeah, and he did the other ones too, did he? He did Baloo. So, <laughs> well, you know. Bob is correct. Wow. Yeah. See, now, wait a minute there. I think this is a trick question because 
He could have done all of the above, and I still got one, so I got a third of a point. <laughs> okay, way to work the ref. <laughs> so, if, well, if you went by if you went by that, then you tied. There, yeah, yeah, yeah well, we tied. If we went by that. <laughs> Are we going by that? I'm a substitute teacher. I can make up the rules. Oh, I see. Oh, this is going to be all. Oh, I see. And, and I want you to give me a good report card. So, that I, so, the so you can come back and fill in again? Yeah. Okay. So so the tiebreaker. Okay. We'll go to the tiebreaker. Tie, right. Super easy tiebreaker. Uh, I, I, am, I am obviously the state of Michigan. Uh, I'm from a blue family, so yeah, uh, we are not supporters of the University of Notre Dame. Okay. So the leprechaun that we loathe and carry disdain for was uh, he was not always the mascot at Notre Dame. An Irish terrier dog uh, named Clashmore Mike represented the team for years. <laughs> Didn't know that. The leprechaun is a fairly new invention. It started football in 1887. What year did the leprechaun become their mascot? Wow. Do we have a range? Well, from what? 1887 to now. Oh, okay. Well, we know it's not now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> God, I, for the longest I can remember, uh, they were the fighting hours. Right. I'm going to say 1917. 1927. <laughs> Win one for the Gipper. Mike has won one for the Gipper. Oh, Ooh. what year? 1965. Really? 65. Okay, well. Wow, the leprechaun's birthday right in between you and I. (laughs) (laughs) What an amazing three years that was. Mike, a leprechaun, and then John. So, true story. I actually was at a Michigan-Notre Dame game, and uh, the leprechaun was running late. I held his hat while he jumped the fence to get into the stadium. Wow, even as a Michigan fan. Yeah. Did you pass it around to the, the fans? I could have stomped on yeah, it right. and thrown it back over the fence. See, now that would have been a YouTube right. video that got played on ESPN. You know what? Or slap an MGO Blue sticker on it yeah. where he doesn't see it, and he's running around the stadium with MGO Blue on his hat. But you would think, you would think the, 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 the mascot had a better way of getting into the yeah, you would hope, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, that would have been an interesting moment. Yeah. No, and a story to tell the kids and grandkids. Yes. Right. As is that you have filled in here on Mike and John Got It Going On as our permanent substitute teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're our number one awesome. go-to sub, Jeff. All right. All right. Perfect. Jeff, well done. Hey, thank Dr. you. Hanens, we appreciate it, buddy. A lot of fun. Oh, you bet. You bet. Thank you, and... Uh, we're just going to keep on getting more people on your uh, your podcast and YouTube. We oh, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be great. No, we're, we're having a good time, and we appreciate everyone, like you, uh, offering their support. So thanks. You got it. All right, Jeff. All thanks right. again, buddy. Have a great day. Yep, have a great day, guys. Uh, you do the same. It's uh, it's about time to wrap things up. We already did our two-cent history we lesson. We did already. We pretty much you know, are ready to go. I, and know. tomorrow yeah. on the show, we're going to call Bonnie. Because tomorrow's Thursday. Yes, it is. Which is the day we said we were going to call by. Also talking with a student survivor from Howell High School. Yeah. Howell Senior Survivor going yeah. on. We'll be talking with, uh, uh, what's, uh, with Brooke Studebaker. Brooke, yes. yes. So that'll so be looking forward to that. Interesting. And then don't forget, Saturday, we will be at the Pinckney St. Paddy's Day Parade out in front of the Dio Theater starting around 11 o'clock. A chance and to win a $50 gift certificate. And for those on YouTube, YouTubers. Yeah. 
after the show content. Stand by. Yeah. This is the stuff people hang out oh, for. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. It's exclusive content. We got some really cool stuff coming up. Do you oh, have any idea what we're going to do? Not a Not a clue. So, another day here on Mike and John Got to Go. We'll make it up as we go along. Like we've been doing it for 20 years. <laughs> why, why start now? 